Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. And welcome to Cosmic Reality Tonight. Hold one. I had to clear my throat. Um, it's myself, Nancy Hopkins. The date is August 1st, 2023. And Walt is on with me. Dolly's going to be a little late. And I'm going to cover this subject, even though I'm sure Dolly would be fascinated by it. Uh, hi, Walt. How are you doing? Hello, Nancy. Yeah, did you have a nice show today at Shanghai? You had a good time? Yeah. We, we got to discuss a lot of interesting subjects. Yeah, for those people that have uh, been following the emotional freedom techniques thing, the EMT stuff, the tapping that we've been talking about, we did the first hour basically on that, and we found out even more from Walt about the history of it and uh, some of the techniques and things and uh, it surprised me that that Derek had never heard of it before but he was really excited <laughs> you know he likes something new so uh, if you get a chance the first hour gets into the EMT if you're into it um, okay so I was trying to well I, I told Walt I said well Dolly's not here we'll just discuss what I've just been listening to for the last hour. Okay, so to set the stage, Donald Trump was indicted by the New York City people for something. I don't even know what. Then he was indicted by the Fed. Uh, the guy's name is Smith. And I, 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 that had to do with the documents, the Mar-a-Lago documents. And it all sounds like super bullshit to me. Well, today, Trump tweet, well, it's not a tweet, it's a truth, I guess. He posts uh, in Truth Social that he was about to be indicted a third time. And that it was going to be uh, released at 5 o'clock today. So I'm listening to the five on uh, the Fox network, and they're like waiting for this to happen. But while they're waiting, they're talking about it. And then about halfway through the show, show it wasn't the feds that announced it. Trump did another post on Truth Social and said, yep, we got indicted. <laughs> so, you know, so the whole thing is like very, very bizarre. And to be honest with you, I don't know whether to go take a nap and not think about it again or to just, you know, look at the pre preposterous situation that they're building. Okay, so now this thing just came out. It's 40 pages. I had to hang up the television before they got through figuring out what these 40 pages are saying. But the best I can understand is that, okay, you got the January 6th situation. And they were focused, it seemed to me, I didn't watch it, I admittedly didn't, but it seemed to me that the 
congressional hearings that they were having on the uh, the January 5th uh, situation where there was no representative defense-wise to Donald Trump. It was all Democrats, you know, saying, oh, this happened and that happened in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, in quotes, attack on the White House, on the Congress. And it just was, it was just, the, the whole thing was crazy and malarkey and it was all staged. Everybody was aware of it. You know, you hear about these kangaroo courts in other countries and you think, how could that happen? Well, darlings, it's happened here in the United States in the form of the congressional hearings. But now they're going to take it to another level. So what they're indicting him on is not the focus that was there for that congressional situation. It doesn't seem that it's saying that he enraged the crowd and the crowd left his speech where apparently there was more people hearing him speak outside the White House than even in his major uh, rallies and send them to the to the Congress to try to uh, kill uh, Nancy Pelosi and AC what's her name there whatever that person's name is and you know it was like none of that seems to be coming out in this particular indictment what they're <clears throat> what they're looking at is that okay you got to forgive me because this is so stupid it's hard to get it even out there the first indictment and it was read jesse waters read it he said now doesn't this sound like this is what it means donald trump said the election was fraudulent and there is massive proof that he was telling the truth okay what the charge says is that he was presenting a fake argument that he knew was fake okay <laughs> so they're saying that everything he said about the election being you know of yeah good thank you the election being uh somehow or another an honest pure election no he was saying that look at we've got all this data and I've seen the data most of you have seen the data you know that <clears throat> President Trump did not lose that election so but he's being brought up on charges that it was a fake statement and he knew it was a fake statement but he made it anyway uh, where this is, gets into legal justification is <clears throat> kind of lost on me. So I'm listening to this stuff, and, and the other charges were, you know, I just, they're so lame, I'm not sure what, what he's guilty of. But I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to this, and I'm like, what in the hell is happening here? Well, the President Trump has been attempting in many many ways to get the information regarding the illegal activities that were associated with the 2020 election in front of justices lawyers I mean judges that will actually look at the data and say well no there's nothing here or maybe there is something here but they keep getting <clears throat> thrown out of court cases because of 
very, let's say, suspicious legal twists and turns. And that includes up to the Supreme Court. Well, now they're bringing him up on charges that the first indictment, the first charge, okay, they're bringing him up in charges that say that he knowingly told a fake story. Well, all he has to do now is say, well, it wasn't a fake story, and we can prove it. So it seems to me like they may have opened themselves up for a uh, venue in which to l litigate the election. Was it phony or wasn't it, you know, did he think he was telling a fake story when he said it? No, he believed it was the truth. So they've got to prove that he, you know, that that's a fake story. It just seems like, is this a white hat operation? What do you think, Walt? Did it, you follow it, me? It, it sounds like a trap. Because, okay, look at this very juicy steak. Um, but then you, and you're and you you're starving and you want to get, get, get to it, but there's a trap. <laughs> if you touch the steak. Because, you know, this, this is that they're walking into a trap if they go after this. This is stupid because, okay, what are they going to litigate? How are you... How are you going to fight something that you have not nothing to fight with? Because since their accusation is not based on any real reality, whereas the other man has evidence up the wazoo, okay, yeah, excuse me, what is your, how are you going to defend this in your favor? How? You're going to cover lies with more lies and then cover those lies with more lies? You know, it gets to a point where it just blows up in your face because it just lies on top of lies on top of lies. Whereas the other, where the opponent has evidence, evidence, evidence oh, look here, another mountain of evidence. <laughs> so what's the next step? Um, well, the next step is getting Dolly on the call. Uh -huh. <clears throat> she claimed that she couldn't find, well, I shouldn't say claim. She says she can't find the Skype call, so I've just rung her again, but it's going around and around, and she's not picking up on it. I hope she's, hope she's listening to this over the radio. I called you again, Dolly. And it's just going around and around, and she's not answering. Can she, well, wait a minute, uh... You can actually access her phone. Can you tell, ask her to just restart the machine? That's one of the things that I don't like about Skype. You can actually send it into the background so you don't see it anywhere on the screen. It's, it's a function of the Skype. I don't know why they thought that this would be necessary. But it can be thrown all the way in the background so that it is running, but you can't access any of the controls. It's a stupid setup. I know I've, I've come across it. I thought it was a mistake, but no, it's the way that the Skype is, you know, they keep upgrading these things. Ask her to re reboot the machine. Dolly, I hope you're listening to us. He's saying reboot your machine. You should be able to see the Skype call. If you can't see Skype. See, I don't know, I don't know what, what she said. She's got Skype. She said she couldn't find, what did she say? I'm sorry, people. I can't find it in Skype, she says. 
All right, let me just hang up with you, and we'll call back the group, and maybe that'll get her. Because she's not saying she can't find Skype. She says, I can't find it in Skype. All right? Okay. Okay, we'll be right back. The music will probably come on, or something will happen. I don't know. Maybe nothing. Nothing will happen. All right. So nothing's happened. I mean, I, I just knocked myself off of Skype. Uh, <laughs> why not? So it's going to take a couple minutes here to get Skype back up. But who knows? Maybe I needed to reboot my Skype. All right. So I'm pushing on the group here. And I'm starting the call. We've got to get Dolly here. She's got a list. I don't have any list. I'm ringing the group. And Walt's here. Hello. And Dolly's Richard. here. Hello. Oh, wow, Dolly. <laughs> what was the trick? What was the trick? I, Nancy Cohen uh, is what made me find it. So you had Skype up. You just couldn't see it. Right. It had me on some page that had all this crap on it. That I didn't even want, but it, I couldn't find the this part. Okay, all right. When you get something like that, hit your escape key. Do you know where the escape key is? <laughs> yes. Okay. When I'm you not got, that dumb. <laughs> well, I don't know. But if you've got a page up and you don't know where it came from, a lot of times if you hit escape, it just disappears. Oh, Okay. I'll try to remember that for next time if it happens. Well, you're in a problem and you want to escape it. Yes, that's true. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now so, gotta... were you listening to any of the show? No, no. I was very busy trying to get it done and get in here. All right. What we were talking about was the fact that President Trump has been indicted for a third time. A second what? time, a second time by Smith for the January sixth situation, and um, three indict, three charges, I guess. Right now, they think there might be more. Oh, for crying out loud! Okay, but it it came in. When I was watching the five. It came in, and they're trying to go through the forty pages to figure out what the hell it says. And <laughs> Jesse Waters is reading the first charge, and. Huh. I don't remember exactly the wording, but what it comes down to is that they're charging Trump. Okay, I don't even know why this would be illegal, because everybody lies, right? But mm -hmm. they're saying that Trump knowingly knew that the election in 2020 was legal, legitimate, but, no. that, he, but that he said it wasn't. And he knew that that was a fake story, that it was illegal. Yeah. But he said it, he said it, so he knew, he knew a fake story was fake, and yet he kept pushing it. That's the first charge. <laughs> well, they aren't going to get anywhere with that. Look at all the proof that Mike Lindell has. I know. Well, but see, this is the beauty of it, is I'm listening to... 
them trying the lawyer. Well, Turley was on the their you know uh, mm-hmm. lawyer guy, and they're trying to figure out well what 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 where's the where's the ill- illegality of this? What you know somebody lies and then continues to lie. That's a federal crime. Oh my God, we're all everybody in, in Congress is going to be in jail <laughs> over that. <laughs> right, right. So right from the get-go, it sounds kind of weird, but think about it. So the first charge in this new indictment is that Trump lied about the thinking that there was evidence concerning the 2020 election. So the only thing Trump has to do is say, oh, thank you for asking, and then show the evidence in a court of law, which they've never been able to do yet. I think that's why... He was pushing to get arrested or whatever for that. So and there's that nothing... just bring it out. There's nothing about, at least what I heard, you know, before I came on this show, there's nothing about him inciting a riot that caused the January 6th things. There's none of that. It's this bizarre <laughs> stuff about knowing something was fake and yet saying it anyway. <laughs> it's called lying. <laughs> uh, it was about telling the truth. <laughs> In this case, it was telling the truth. So, um, again, it's it's like Walt said, it sounds like they set a trap for themselves and they're going to step in it. They you know? do that every time. They're so stupid. <laughs> they're just... Maybe dumb. there's a new law where they have to evaluate the quality of your lies, see how convincing they are. If they are not convincing, then you're breaking the law, the lie law. Oh, no, all you have to do is say, who's saying it? Oh, it's Trump. Well, then it's, he broke the law. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Biden. Oh, no, that's fine. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Duh. Is Trump breathing? Then he's guilty of everything. Everything. <laughs> and, you know, the, the weird thing is, is that 23%, I think it was, don't, you know, when I say these numbers, don't quote me on it because I'm bad with numbers, but it was something like 23%, I think I heard. But there's a large percentage of people out there in the Republican Party who were asked, do you think that he's broken the law? And like I say, I think it was 23% said, yeah, he's probably broken a law. And then they asked him, well, are you going to vote for him? Oh, sure. <laughs> They don't care if he broke one of their stupid laws. They, you know, the he's gonna he's gonna get the Republican nomination. I don't. I mean, he's like twenty seven percent. I mean, twenty seven. Oh, it's it's more than that. It's like it's ridiculous. He's so far ahead of DeSantis, who's in the second spot, and he's dropped to like fifteen percent or something. So it's unlikely. Uh, I mean. Nobody's buying into this on the Republican side. I mean, I'm sure there's some people, but the vast majority of people, I think that they're seeing them do this and thinking, oh, my God, I think Trump's right. I think they are out to get him. And now it's it's like, you know, well, maybe we just should vote him in if they're that afraid of him. And they said, Turley said, <laughs> that if Trump was found guilty in any of these cases and yet was elected he could pardon himself after he's elected or if the cases haven't even come to trial he can pardon himself for those too <laughs> I mean okay 
strange game we're playing. Anyway, Dolly. Well, I, I heard him talking about uh, Biden can pardon his son and he can pardon himself, and I think, oh, dear God. This is just so over the top, out of control. Oh, there's... <laughs> I know they're doing this to play things out so people can see it and so it can be done all legal. But, jeez, the games they play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, like I said when I started the conversation, I don't know whether to take a nap and not think about it or actually try to get a handle on what in the hell are they talking about. You're saying that he's going to be have a federal crime because he lied? <laughs> I mean, it's like, all right, whatever. Well, actually, if you look at it closer, it's because he told the truth. Exactly, and now they're going to give him a, a platform to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And prove it. Yeah. Well, you know, Roseanne uh, Barr... She made a $2,000 bet with somebody that there would not be a 2024 election and that by the end of this year, they're going to start military tribunals. Mm. That'd be she, nice. Well, they've knows. already started them, but they're going to show people that they start, that they're going on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I just marked Joseph sent me a link about that, or he told me about it. I'm not sure which. Anyway, so do you have a list? You hope? I hope. Yes. Awesome. I got. Hold, hold on. Let me. I need to breathe. Well, let's ask Walt. Walt, do you want to say anything about anything that you're doing? Are you making some magical energy device or? <laughs> Uh, uh, right now, what I'm answering questions for because a person is asking me about a device because they, uh, a friend of theirs is, is affected by all the EMF and everything and the, and the noise thereof. And at the same time, I just got a letter from a person who received her uh, resonator. And uh, let me look at the text what she says here my resonator just arrived I'm so excited I wanted to let you know that the first thing my husband and I both noticed silence period beautiful complete silence the normal frequency buzz that we've grown accustomed to hearing is gone we've forgotten what the sound of beautiful silence was it was like a brick to the head to hear the void of the frequencies it was that obvious to both of us Thank you. Look forward to getting more acquainted with my resonator and adding more programs. So, what I what I answer to her when in response to this statement is welcome to the to welcome to the fractal space. This is what the fractal space sounds like. This is the closest thing to being out in the in in nature. You're in fractal space, so that. So that the constant buzz of the EMF is no longer there. So I'm thank you. I'm thank you very much for this person for uh, being aware of it and reporting on it. I'm not making it up. It's they're they're experiencing. 
because I don't say in the, in the notes I said, oh, when you get it, you're going to experience this and that. No, no, I'm, I'm just describing what the device, the capabilities of it, and now it's up to you to experience it and see what you see or feel what you feel. So I, I'm, I actually copied this, per, this person. I copied this letter so that he can hear, he can read the answer of this other person because this is what the solution that he's looking for for his friend. He says, my friend is very RF EMF sensitive, so much so she has to live in the backwoods. She always feels the need to be grounded to avoid all the suffering and pain caused by the electrical radiation. So it's becoming it's it's, a, it's becoming more noticeable than it was in the past. Anybody can go to newparadigmtools.net and you can get one of uh, Walt's resonators or he has some other energy devices there. The one, which resonator did you send? The uh, the what do you call it? The um, Siri. The rose. No, the uh, what, hold on. I don't want to give you the wrong name. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me, let me open this up. Uh, the Rose Heart. Okay. AC power resonator. Okay. So that's because the the Rose Heart doesn't need the other traditional resonator required to be mounted on the uh, the breaker box. Remember that, uh -huh. and that became an issue because. Here in the U.S., the breaker box is ma is metallic, therefore you can attach it with a magnet. Well, in in other uh, war, uh, countries like Britain, Europe, the breaker box is actually plastic, so the magnets were not attached to it. So I said, "Oh, okay, this is an, an issue." So what I ended up is developing this uh, freestanding resonator. You, it doesn't have to be on a breaker box; it just has to be in the house, on a shelf. On a on a wall on the what do you call it the the floor on the on the table on a desk it's freestanding you don't need to attach it to anything electrical just by being there it's doing its work so Walt we lost Dolly what you can't lose the sheriff oh, I don't know what that was what about her phone did you lose her phone as well. Well, I'm just looking now. I'm turning it on. Uh, she's got the list, and she's having trouble staying online. Uh, is she having storms? I don't know. Let me just ask her here. Thank you. What happened that you're off the call? Question mark. She... Oh well. So now you've got a resonator that you just sit any place in the house, and what's its uh, radius? Uh, the let me go back to the page. Okay. The last time I doused the Roseheart AC power resonator, I was getting uh, let me see, radius a radius of 470 miles. And if you go for the other one, the glass-enhanced one, which has a bigger radius, the radius of that one is four, 540 miles. And I said to and I, I, the person who was asking about this, the only obstacle to the resonator is to 
put it inside a metal cabinet. If you put it inside a metal cabinet or some kind of metallic uh, a cage, it's going to behave like a, a Faraday cage, so it's going to um, greatly reduce the, uh, the field. So as long as it's not sitting in something metallic, it doesn't have to be on any specific room inside the okay, house. Okay, okay. Well, well, I'm back. She's back. <laughs> she's going to tell you she's back. Okay, why don't you give us, did you get your list together? What happened to you anyway? It, same thing goes on all day. I keep losing connection. It just oh. goes on all the time. Well, give us, you your, li- give us your list before you leave the night. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Hold on, I'm finding it. Oh, I wanted to tell you, yesterday here in Palm Bay was a busy day. We we had that bad storm we did every afternoon, and uh, there was a construction worker here in Palm Bay that was, excuse me, that was constructing a building, doing his job. He got hit by lightning and killed. Oh, my God. There was hail here in Palm Bay. We had actual hail. Uh, And a guy down the road from us got all pissed off about something. He had his family corralled in a house. He ended up dead, but the family's okay. Uh, So the police are on uh, leave for a while. What? What? He was killed killed by the police? Yes. Yes. Because uh, he was firing outside. The, he was firing at them. Oh. And so, so they were protecting themselves. And they were protecting the people he was holding hostage, his family. He was threatening to kill all of them. And so we had a busy Palm, Palm Bay day yesterday. One we don't usually have. Palm wow, Bay's Sheriff, a- you're in the middle of Dodge. <laughs> yeah, if this is happening in Palm Bay, what's happening in the rest of the world? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So on my list, I have a just-for-fun thing I wanted to read to y'all. I found it on Twitter, t- t- Tweet, and it was by at 614Clinton, posted July 28. Jim Moody had been retired for a few years when suddenly he received a summons one day from the IRS. He's been selected randomly for a tax audit, so he decides it might be wise if he takes his attorney with him. I'm surprised by the attorney's presence. The IRS auditor explains the procedure and then says to Jim, Mr. Mooney, we have been reviewing your affairs, and it appears that you have an extravagant lifestyle, and yet you're not in full-time employment, nor do you have any other obvious sources of income. <clears throat> Hold on, i got to scroll down. Did we lose uh, Dolly? Well, I'm talking. And I can prove it to you. Okay, wait a minute. We, well, did, 
how long have you been reading? Because you were gone for a long time. Ah, oh, I've been reading a while. Oh, did you hear me introduce where I got this from? Yes, and we, we heard you. You went down to when, well, what was the last thing she said? Oh, that's uh, uh, the IRS guy is right. complaining, saying you have an extravagant lifestyle. That was the last we heard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He decides he might have a sources of income. Uh, you explain this by gambling well, sir. Okay. I have to tell you, the IRS doesn't believe that it's a credible explanation. Well, I am a skilled gambler, says Jim, and I can prove it to you if you're willing to participate in a wager with me. The IRS auditor considers this proposition momentarily and then says, Yes, I'm willing to give it a try, so go ahead. Right, says Jim. I'll bet you $1,000 that I can bite my own eye. The IRS auditor considers this carefully and decides that's impossible. Okay then, Mr. Mooney, he says, you have a bet. At this point, and to the IRS auditor's great surprise, Jim removes his glass eye and then bites it. <laughs> the auditor... <laughs> that tickles me. The auditor sits there in stunned silence. Jim then says... I'll bet you $2,000 that I can bite my other eye. Mr. Mooney isn't blind, so he can't have another glass eye, thinks the auditor. That's got to be impossible, surely. So the auditor accepts the bet. So Jim removes his dentures and then bites his good eye. <laughs> the auditor is stunned once again as he now realizes he's lost three grand and Jim has his attorney as a witness. Naturally, the auditor is starting to get a little nervous. Want to go again? And asked Jim. What do you have in mind now? asked the auditor. Jim smiles and says, I'll bet you $6,000 that I can stand on this side of your desk and pee into that wastebasket next to your chair without a single drop going anywhere in between. <laughs> the, auditor, <laughs> the auditor realizing now that he's dealing with a wily old fox is feeling very cautious. However, he thinks carefully about the proposition and he decides there's no way this old guy could possibly manage that stunt so he agrees Jim stands in front of the desk lowers his zipper and strains mightily but the trajectory of his pee fails to reach the wastebasket and splashes all over the auditor's desk the auditor is both ecstatic and relieved. He's just turned a major loss into a huge win for himself. However, Jim's attorney shouts out in obvious pain and put his head in his hands face down on the auditor's desk. What's the matter, asked the auditor. When my client asked me to attend this audit today, 
the attorney responded. He bet me $25,000 that he could come in here and pee all over your desk and that you'd be happy about it. (laughs) 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 That's it for that one. I got another one. I just decided it's time. Yeah, thank you for that. It's time to have some fun rather than blah, 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 stuff. So, because I I have blah, 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 stuff. But uh, this is a tweet from July 29, the badged patriotus. Patriotus, that's the guy's name. While patrolling, I saw a car with its hazard lights on an elderly white female standing beside it, and a black male who had pulled over and was changing her tire. I pulled behind them and turned my blue lights on, this a policeman, and went and helped him, a black man and a white cop together helping an elderly white female killed the systemic racism narrative that they tried to force down all our throats. I tweet this simply to prove widespread racism in this country is a false flag, and as is the narrative that all cops are bad. There's good and bad in all walks of life, all races and all professions. So judge people individually, not as a group. That's that with that. I just found these rather interesting and fun. So, now, let's take this upstairs. No, no, up at the top, not upstairs. Um, I have, I think you probably all have seen this picture. But let me, let me post one of them. I can only post one copy. Let me put it in here in the chat room. Oh, hey, wrong place. Uh, Here we go. Paste. This is the picture. This is what I will be uh, talking about. I have this picture And I also have this picture, but in the reverse. But there's a catch to it. In this picture, his left hand is bandaged up. In the other picture that I can't seem to copy, his, let's see, this picture has the left hand. The other picture has the right hand is bandaged up. So it can't be just a flip of the one. Um... So here, let me go back. It's same picture, reversed, but left hand and right hand issues, bandages are different. The left picture is from General Patton on Telegram, posted July 29, 2023. This is the very first picture taken of Barack Hussein Obama just days after his personal chef, Tafari Campbell, Campbell mysteriously died in three feet of water at Obama's home in Martha's Vineyard. I've heard eight feet. That's the first time I heard three. 
golfing, no care in the world, black eye, cuts on his hands, as if he got into a fight. Very odd. Okay, that's from that one. Now, this one is on uh, a telegram. Matt Wallace posted this. I wonder what happened to Obama's fingers. (laughs) That's all he said. Um, So, uh, this I thought we could maybe discuss. Or not. Depends on what you want to do with it. This is all I got because today I ended up spending the whole day talking with Jake. He was over here fixing. He did did the plumbing in the bathroom that we're redoing. He finally got it done today. And so I was in talking with him. So I didn't get to do any more like I planned to do. But... It's okay, because I love Jake, and I love to talk with him. <laughs> so, did you want to discuss oh, well, the Obama picture? I don't, I don't understand. What are you saying about the picture? I mean, Okay, see the picture in here? See his left hand is bandaged up? Right. Okay, and the other picture that I have, his right hand is bandaged up. Well, did you post up. that? I can't get the second picture. I can't copy it. It won't let me. Let me try again. But I tried to do it earlier. Copy. Well, give us the URL. Is it a, a? Is it on a website? It's on Telegram in General Patton. So I don't have a your your uh, what you said. URL. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Okay, I'm getting there. Okay, now let's try this. Paste. (gasps) It pasted. Oh, hold on. Here it comes. There you go. But the picture has been reversed. But look at his hands. Look at the bandages on his hands. They're the same bandages. No, they aren't. What's the difference? On the top one, the bandage is on his left hand. On the bottom one, the bandages are on his right hand. Okay, but yeah, you... But, but, but the picture is reversed, <coughs> so it's, it's supposed to do that. If you reverse a picture, it's going to... It's like looking into a mirror. Like if when you look at... Let's say you're, you're looking at your right hand and you have a wound in your right hand. When you look in the mirror... It's going to be on your left hand because the, the mirror image is reversed. And that's the oh. case with this. They just, they just reversed the image. That's it. Oh. I couldn't figure that one out. Because <laughs> it looked like a reverse picture, but the hands were different. And why, and why would it be exactly the same pose? Everything is about it. It's just flipped. If you look at it, it's obvious it's just flipped over. Oh, I agree. Except for the hand. <laughs> no, they look the same. I don't. didn't think about. They look at the the tape is exactly the same. It's the same hands. The photographs are the same. The background's the same. The lighting is the same. That whole first picture is identical to the second one, except it's reversed. 
I agree. The only way you can tell these things is, is if the picture captures some kind of text, and then you that'll give you a dead giveaway because the text in the reverse picture will look back up blackward, back, you can't backwards, you can't read it correctly. Okay. Like if it's picking up a sign, uh, a street sign. Okay, uh, I understand. Mm -hmm. Thanks for explaining it. The mirror effect, but <laughs> I, I couldn't figure that out in my head. But it's suspicious. Yeah, to me it, it was well, very Well, I, I honestly would question the person that posted it. It's so obvious. What, why didn't you pick up on it? Not, not you, Dolly, but the guy that posted it or the girl. It's like some of this is so lame. But there's a lot of people that would just look at it and say, Oh, yeah, okay, whatever well, you say. Can you make out what the text says on the second picture? There's text between his legs that is not on the top picture yes i read it too hold on let me pull this up on the come on fingers on the second one all it says is i wonder what happened to obama's fingers oh that's it that's all it says i don't think that's but what he's looking at in the picture itself there's something said there's some kind of words and if you can read it, you wouldn't if that's you That's it, Nancy. That's what it says? Yes. Oh, that's just an addition. See, somebody's played with this. Yeah, they edited the photo. Yeah. So. I I can agree with that. Yep. So. I appreciate you explaining. But question everything that the post. But there's, there's another thing I want to point out. On his face. If you pull up his face, okay, let me open it. You can see on his face, I have to blow it up, of course, that there, there's hair stubbles on his upper lip and on his chin. On his face, on the cheek and chin, there, there's no stubble. I can take I, stuff like that out in a picture in a flash. Oh, they, they took it out. They the took picture? it out. Yeah. That oh. that's that's no proof. What official things are not proof at all. You know, I mean, they aren't. They well, I was thinking it's a mask. Well, I don't I don't know that it's a mask or not a mask, but I wouldn't trust this picture. Yeah. I I just. I thought it was interesting because I thought it it was showing the different hands, but I understand that now. And uh, I was wondering about his facial hairs, and 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 then he's got this black eye. So if this is a picture that was all doctored up, that can all be pretend, right? Yeah, I mean, I've got nothing for this thing. Well, I'm wasting my time on that sucker. No, you found mm. out the truth and you pointed out something to other people. It's easy oh, to be true. fooled. They're telling yeah. Dolly to think a certain way. And she looked at the pictures and did. But you don't say that to Walt Silva. <laughs> think what way? I'm going to think out of the box. I'm going to think my way. Oh, it's reversed. 
But that's why I said to Dalek, always keep an eye for small details, look for numbers, and look for letters. Because those, unless you get a picture of someone took photos of the letter A and yeah, letters that are even reversed, they, they look straight. So that would be the only exception. But if you're looking at numbers and letters, they're the dead giveaway when something has been reversed. Yep, I understand that, but I didn't see any in the picture, so it didn't you know, trigger anything. You know what you're making me think? What? Why do they do it on TikTok videos? I've seen a lot of TikTok videos, and I noticed that, I wonder, are, they, are the people doing this uh, deliberately? A lot of TikTok videos, they're actually reversed. And I pick it up, every time I pick it up with the same thing, either some number got captured in the in the graphic or some letters and it's reversed and I'm thinking why are they showing these things reversed it's not like it's something super sensitive it's like something entertaining or something funny uh, they uh, is, 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 a, is it a function of the phone camera when you're doing it it's reversing whatever you're seeing I, I don't know I don't know enough about this TikTok business well this was from telegram not TikTok uh, yeah, I know. Said, you said oh, that. okay. I don't know what they're doing, Walt. Mm-hmm. It just that just kind of piqued my interest. Uh, life was easier without cameras, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't agree with that because I use it to get explanations from my kids. I have a question about something. I take a picture and I say. This, can you explain to me this? And then we communicate about it. Mm. So I like cameras. So I can get further explanations about things. Plus, I can see my great-granddaughter. I couldn't do it without a camera. Because she lives across the state from us. Yeah, I like cameras. And that's Florida, so your do- your your granddaughter is like what ten hours away? Mm-mm. Because they say Florida is like the to. biggest state or something. No, we are straight across from each other, and we aren't in the wide section, so it's more like four hours. Oh, mm-hmm. it's still a lot of hours. I can't make that trip anymore, but that sounds like a. Uh, fellow, uh, I mean Pennsylvania. I thought that I thought the, the the day would end in Pennsylvania because no matter how much I drove, I never got out of Pennsylvania. It's so wide, west to east, <laughs> the east to west. Georgia is that way, uh-huh. up and down. Oh my gosh! You get in Georgia and you say, "I'm never getting out of this state." <laughs> <laughs> but then. Florida's long, too. Yeah, Florida from north to south is very long. Yeah. You actually change the... Right at Venice, which is, what, about 20 miles from you? South of you? Is it more? No, Venice is on the other side of the state. Oh, no, no, I'm not... Barrow Beach, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so at Barrow Beach, I, I had to make the drive from north to south you know, on a number of occasions. And you'd get to Vero Beach, and it was like almost like somebody had drawn a line. 
and be north of it you were in you know one kind of weather but south of it you were in tropical subtropical weather because as soon as you did that all of a sudden there was a different change in the humidity wow and it was stark a, i mean it was very and, stark <laughs> and it's not like you have mountains right it's no. always flat now <clears throat> other people may not have felt it but I was normally in a car that had windows down, not air conditioning on, you know, so you might not pick it up quite as, you know, boom. It was just like weird. Um, but I was much, I was very much aware that that's the demarcation. And so I looked it up and it is the demarcation point between subtropical in the south and... So where was Dave? Because Dolly sent me an email and she says that Dave actually lived two miles from where she is and that he hated it because it was too humid. He liked it better in Nevada. It's drier. Dave was in Palm Bay, mm -hmm. two miles away from where I live now. But it is very humid, especially in the summer. It, well, it's not always very humid, but when it is humid, it's humid. And uh, we get a lot of that in the summer. <laughs> but uh, Dave liked it drier. He liked the weather drier. Plus, he moved to Pahrump, Nevada, where there's a a community of MK Ultra and Secret Service and and. Uh, so he felt right at home. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you yeah. never you never spoke through Skype with each other. We did them on the, yeah, all the time on his shows, on the Buffalo Talks. We used to, a bunch of people would get together, he'd bring them in, and we'd do what they, what he called Buffalo Talks. We just sat there and talked with each uh, other. Was it just voice, or was there, like, video, like oh, with Skype? Well, sometimes we did video if the, uh, if there weren't so many people. But a lot of times we did voice because of the bandwidth it takes. Uh, but when we talk uh, with just a couple of us or just Dave and, and me, we did video. So how soon after he left did he show up to you as a, as a person from the other side? Hmm. I don't know. Mm. Um, I I talked with him when he was in ICU several times. The little guy that would answer the phone would say, oh, yeah, let me take the phone today. And so uh, we would talk there, but he was in so much pain. They had him doped up so much that he didn't make sense a lot of times. Frank Jordan said that his problem was like he was, his legs were swollen because he was retaining water. I don't know. That's what I he, remember. He had infections in his legs. Yeah, oh. his legs were all infected and swollen and and uh, gangrenish toward the end. And I I believe that's what killed him. Mm. <laughs> Any idea how old he was at the time? That he died. Uh huh. Yeah, he, but I can't remember. Oh. I 
I have a obituary thing on him, but I don't. I'll have to look it up so I can post it. He was in the sixties, late sixties, maybe. Yeah, <clears throat> I never met um, him. Well, I was introduced to him. I was on a radio show, and he came on. And I think he might have been a little tipsy. Um, but he, uh, did he drink a lot? Dolly? I tried to get my unmuted. Um, not that I know of, no. Because I remember when I worked in a nursing home as a nurse's aide, we had some guy in there that had problems with his legs like you're discussing. And it seems to me that he had been an alcoholic. Oh, no, Dave wasn't an alcoholic, no. No, I think it was a, a diabetes, now that I think about it. Now, that, I don't know if he had diabetes. He never said he did. Yeah, now that I'm remembering the the whole thing, but I associated it with alcohol for some reason. But no, oh, it was no. diabetes. If anything, it would have been weed. <laughs> weed. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Funny. So, um... They're all... Well, most of the MKUltra and those... That gang, that group, uh, did weed. Like, leftover from uh, Nam when they were in Vietnam. They... Uh, weed was handed out to them. It was just a common, all-the-time thing. I say that because I know several people like that. Not black hats, but the black berets. And green berets. Black. I'm talking black berets. Yeah, oh, the black. green berets, too. But the black berets were a step yeah. above the green berets. Yeah. My ex uh, was a black beret. Did he, did he talk much about his super soldier days? Dave? Yeah. It, on videos that you can pull up on the internet, he would talk about it because, uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, the guy that was... Uh, I know who you're talking about. He had like a Irish last name. Yes. Oh, Flan... Oh, Flanagan. Okay. Oh, Flanagan. Yeah. yeah. What was Flanagan. Yeah. Uh, Flanagan, yeah. First. Not gun. It's all Flanagan. Yeah, yeah. I- I-O-N, yeah. Um, he, he... They would do tapes and talk a lot about it. And uh, that woman who you were on with her and she's so jealous of you. Uh, she has her own show. Are you talking? Was, are you talking about Carrie Cassidy? Yes, Carrie. Cassidy. Okay, just as <clears throat> just as you're talking about him, I'm replying to something that was put in chat about her. So go on with what you were saying. Days and they speaking about Bill B. Oh wow! 
Um, yes, yeah, she she interviewed him a lot, and so you could probably find those with connected with her name. Uh, and he, and toward the last part, he got mad at her. He didn't. He wouldn't let her interview him anymore. He was pissed. You know that's funny because Bill and um, he and she had some kind of a a problem. I don't know what it was, uh-huh. but um, I never paid. It wasn't any of my business to be honest about it. So that's interesting. Who who is Bill? Bill Brockbrader. Oh, Bill Brockbrader. Uh-huh. He's uh well I'm actually listen we're at the top of the hour so let's take a break and we'll talk about Bill when we come back I've got some interesting things. All right, okay. so let's just do uh somewhere over the rainbow. An aura geode, a black moonstone, citrine, cosmic silver nugget bracelets, shungite bowls, and much more at the Mystical Wares live auction. Have fun bidding for special items at your price. Mysticalwares.com slash live dash auctions. Let's take a moment to thank the people who make intergalactic distribution of this show possible. Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington. Yes, folks, Mystical Wares is where the Jedi Knights shop when they have their annual field trip to planet Earth. After annihilating battalions of stormtroopers and blowing up the Death Star, they deserve an all-out shopping spree, and their supplier of choice is Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington, an oasis of light in an otherwise dark universe. I spoke to Master Yoda the other day and asked him where he buys his shungite. He replied... Tell you I will, and not belabor. Mystical wares. I also pick up spare parts for my light saber. So there you have it, folks. If it's good enough for Master Yoda and the Jedi elite, it's certainly good enough for the rest of us. Mystical wares in Mount Vernon, Washington. Online or on location, you'll be sure to give them a standing ovation. I am Oni, mad as the day is long, Avidician. This was Metaphysical Martini, a production of Cosmic Reality Radio, to whom we are most grateful. Until we meet again, my darlings, get involved in local politics, learn to identify the dirty tricks within the matrix, and above all, let the spirit inhabit the human. Scalar energy is demonstrating how good health depends upon balance to stable human and animal energy fields. Test it out for yourself with a free weekly 12-hour remote session at mysticalwares.com slash scalar-healing. This is an ongoing program allowing you to pick and choose the scalar energy treatment you want. Thus, you must register weekly for the session presented every Friday. Experience the future of medicine now for the free sessions or sign up for one designed specifically for you. Go to mysticalwares.com slash scalar-healing. And remember, you must sign up weekly and receive the confirmation email or text confirming the session. Experience the future of medicine now. And welcome back to Cosmic Reality Radio Show. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And uh, you guys are back, yes? Hello? Yes, 
Yeah. Okay. It always takes me a few seconds to get to my uh, the cursor over the mute button. Yeah, now I'm all excited about seeing this Carrie Cassidy thing. Wonder what she's saying. Oh, about Bill? Yeah. Bill. Okay, so um, I started to do he, back in 2015 when he got out of prison and I've talked about this on other shows he sent a uh, thumb drive that had some videos on it self he put a camera up in front of himself and and told some stories and I am actually having trouble getting these videos right one of them came out perfect no problems the other one is like fighting me and I'm not sure what what that's all about so I'm playing with it, trying to get these things ready, and the the second one I did was came out fine. Was about um, Earth history and what's really is all everything is about. And he says some really kind of like out there things. Now I've been in this business for a long time. I mean, longer than most, and. Most of what he says, I've already encountered in one way or another, have a tendency to believe it or not. You know, most of it was, you know, yeah, I I'm, I, I think you're telling me the truth. This is a friend of mine, okay? This is somebody who wrote the foreword to Cosmic Reality. This is somebody whose story I wrote about in Cosmic Reality. He's a friend of mine. There's no reason that I would even think that he's not telling me what he knows. But he's telling me stuff that I didn't know he knew. And it's about Earth's history, the, you know, the truth about what happened. And so I'm listening to him and I'm thinking, oh, wow. People, if you don't have a real background into this, this is going to freak you out. And so now I'm like hesitant about what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it up. He said it. I'll honor him and I will get it up. But... Um, I wasn't sure I was going to use it on any of, you know, like other other voices, the Radio 5G other voices section. But I had the two-hour tape from uh, Karen uh, McDonald, the third, of a third, third one, so it was like two hours of three shows, the last one. And I was intending to put that up this coming week. And so I start going through it. And... I get to a place in this thing and I'm going, oh my God, oh my God, I can't put this out there. This is too, this is just too, too difficult. This is too difficult. And so now I'm questioning whether I'm going to use what Karen is actually revealing in, again, on other voices. I, yes, I will put it up on Rumble, but I'm not, I'm not sure about this. But the more I get into it, the more I realize that Alone, these two people, one that's talking in 2015 and one that's talking in 2023, these two people alone, if you just listen to what they were saying, you'd think that they're stark raving mad. Or at least a little bonkers, depending on how much you know. And yet when I realized, now I had done Karen's uh, show before I was working with Bill's stuff, I just didn't remember all of it because some of it was like, uh, 
I'm not sure I'm understanding this. Um, but to put them together, they they kind of like mirror each other. And it was absolutely, you know, like, whoa, this is this is interesting. So I'm in the process of marrying up these two for tomorrow's um, uh, noon to 2, e- 2 p.m. Eastern Time, the Radio 5G show. What, what what Bill says in this is that Earth was, we know the stories of the Anunnaki and the reptilians, and he said it doesn't really matter which which of those stories you, you want to follow. And I am paraphrasing him completely. But you have the idea that the purpose of either the, the reptilians or the Anunnaki, whatever, was this concept that human beings were going to, in the case of the Anunnaki, you hear that they were going to be the ones that were digging up the gold and mining the gold. And uh, so, but basically that we, we come down with the story, well, that we were all supposedly slave labor, and they just kept tinkering with it to make it stronger, to make it a little smarter, to, you know, and doing genetic changes on us. This is sort of the story that you get from ancient aliens. So then, and I've heard it before, but it's like my my instinct is, I don't want to go there. That That's really down the deep, deep, deep part of the rabbit hole. I don't want to go there. Is that the real purpose for humanity's existence from the concept of taking the life force that was here on the planet, the human humans that were here on the planet living a wonderful existence because of a God source that had put him, them there. Now they are uh, mucking with the, um, with the genetics in order to get a better source of energy. Okay? You remember the movie or the TV show, or I think it was Twilight Zone maybe, where the ETs come down Everybody's excited. They have, you know, you can come on on our spaceships and we'll take you and do wonderful things. All these people get on and then they have found a book that they're trying desperately to uh, translate and they find out that the title of the book is, you know, a cook- it's Serve a cook- Man. Serve Man, yeah. It's a, it's a cookbook for man. And um, somebody recently, I heard they, that somebody else had said, if you want to know the truth about things, you know, watch movies and and uh, TV shows, that sort of thing. Well, this might have been a, a, you know, hey, what about this, you know? But so, but but uh, Bill kept using the word nourish. He wasn't using the word food. He was using the word nourish. So I kind of like didn't have to think about, you know, cannibalism. You know, I just didn't know what this nourishment was. You know, I just kind of like went through it. But then I get with Karen. And remember, I'd done the Karen thing first. I just didn't remember it when I was listening to the Bill thing. Um, She was talking about certain things. And for those people that don't know the word spirit cooking and you don't know the word adrenochrome, and there's another word that I don't know it, and I don't want to know it because it's pretty awful. But all of these particular 
things that we've learned about the idea of using human blood basically to nourish at an energetic level and maybe a chemistry level so that people live longer they're more beautiful uh, they've got the life force of somebody else you know I mean it goes back and that's what Karen was was relating was that whereas we're only seeing this stuff now yes adrenochrome Walt um, that now now that we're seeing it now but that it goes back a long time in history and you know when she when I if you look at it without having the yes as a matter of fact Jupiter ascending that um, Bill actually mentions that well Walt's still putting in the chat room and I'm talking to him uh, he said you know one of the movies that really depicts what we're, what he was talking about was Jupiter descending and ascending and um, I actually saw the movie and didn't understand it so probably blocks I have against this whole concept but anyway I'm going to talk about it because I think it's important I mean if I hadn't have seen that reference to Carrie Cassidy and Bill Brockbrader I probably wouldn't go down this way but that's another indicator it's trending well what is trending with him what is it it's this story that happens to be meshing in with Karen McDonald so Karen was going back into history saying how far back into history this goes and again she was talking in terms of the, the reason I, I, I get real hesitant about it because she's graphic She's not pulling her punches. She's telling you exactly what's happening. And, but it's, it's it, the basic of it is to nourish, to give this energy that they can't get from seemingly any other place. So human beings were supposedly, according to Bill, actually nourished themselves uh, and genetically tweaked like we would a cow or a horse or whatever you know, genetically tweaked it so that it would be a source of nourishment. Now, that for some reason, these beings, you know, the Anunnaki or the reptilians or, or whoever, you know, and, and my, my take on listening to her and to figuring out what Bill's really talking about it might be that there's an awful lot of different space off off world uh, people out there that have come and mucked with us in one way or another, like the old west. Oh, this is open territory. It's called Earth. Go there and make yourself a farm, because when she's talking, she's talking about uh, ownership from way back, based on. Essentially, if you're a Palladian, it's this area and this genetics, and I mean, she gets she gets way beyond what I can can deal with. Um, I'm trying to because I think what she knows we need to know to a degree. Um, so anyway, the, the 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 whoever left, okay, then got their attention brought back to Earth, so they came back and they they want to um, claim earth as their own again these you, human beings are mine okay not not anything simpler than that human beings are mine 
So then Bill starts talking about the Galactic Council and that they are the like the judicial arm of the Galactic Federation and that this was all brought the the the, the ones that were claiming ownership were basically just saying we've created these people they belong to us and I think they, that he said the Palladians stepped in and said but these aren't the same people that you quote created these people are you know spiritual beings who are getting to a point where they can become an advanced uh, an advanced race and if you get to the point of advanced race then you can be ushered into the Galactic Federation and apparently Earth, Earth humans are not quite at that level. So the Palladians, uh, you know, sort of went before the Galactic Council and argued in favor of the humans. And, I, I, it's, you know, Bill gets pretty vague about some things, and it never came up in Karen's con conversation. But it did come up in Karen's conversation about the Galactic co Council. You know, and I'm going like, okay, so these two people are talking about the same sort of situation. Um, and that uh, Karen didn't address it, but Bill sort of did in saying that there was a decision to give human beings a chance to click off the things they need to do to become an advanced race and then join the Galactic Federation. Now, I know that the Galactic Federation is out there. I've had interactions with them. Um, so, and this just proves to me that I wasn't just imagining that. <laughs> you know, no, they actually do exist. And they have some say in, in this area. So, one of the things that Bill said that I find, and this is what I really want to get to, is that he said, when all this started happening at the higher, you know, levels of the galactic re reality, that, hold on just a second. Oh, I got a tickle in my throat there. Um, that some fifth dimensional and he, he, you know, he's using fifth dimensional, I think, because it was the only word, remember, we're talking 2015, the only thing that was sort of the word that he, that was explaining how human beings, 3D individuals, can ascend to a place, ascend in that your energy field is in tune with your higher self, so that you get to a point where your higher self is actually working with you, through you, you become, you're relying on your higher self in ways that most people don't. Because it's like, I don't know what to do here. And, the, and your higher self will step in and say, we're going to do this. But you're comfortable with that. Because you and your higher self are working together. So he said that there, it, that you, you can't get to fifth dimensional, to become a fifth dimensional being unless you essentially, quote, ascend in third dimensional space. So when somebody at the fifth dimension agrees to go back into third dimensional space in order to help human beings ascend, 
and become uh, an awake civilization, an awake, you know, group of, of people that can actually participate in a knowing way with galactic level uh, civilizations. So, um, yeah, he, he indicated that there were a number, he doesn't tell how many, a lot or whatever, but that there are people, beings, at the fifth dimension who agreed to reincarnate into third dimension. And of course the danger is, is that you lose yourself again and you can't get back to the ascended being space unless you go through the process of ascending again. So it's not like a no problem there type of thing. But that was, I found that interesting. You know, how many people could be really fifth dimensional people in three dimensional experience who tap into fifth dimensional energies <clears throat> and do amazing things? Anyway, I wanted to throw that concept out, and it'll be the the program will go off tomorrow at noontime Eastern. Did they discuss how to address the veil of forgetting? Because that's the biggest obstacle. That's the one thing that the cabal relies on to continue their their business as usual. As long as you don't remember, then you're game. You know, you're still open game for them to control. But if you had a, if you have the ability to see through the veil of forgetting, nobody can cheat you anymore because you can see what's going on. But then again, if this Imagine everyone becoming like Dolly, everyone being able to see the other side. Nobody can cheat you, and you can't be lied to, you can't be deceived. But that's the, that's, that's the thing, that's, they are relying on the veil of forgetting because, okay, you forget who you are, you forget where you came from, you forget everything. On, on top of it, on purpose, you are not allowed to, bo to be born the same as where, in the same home where there are other members of your soul group. Uh, Andrew Barthes speaks of this at length. That's where you have these horrible childhood uh, events, where you had really terrible, traumatic childhoods, all kinds of nasty pains and suffering, because that whatever you your plan was when you came, it gets the whole thing gets derailed, the whole thing gets sabotaged. You you spent literally spent your years trying to get out from under, trying to overcome the years of trauma. And they do that on purpose. If you had been allowed to be born with other members of your of your soul group, you wouldn't be so powerful, they, they wouldn't be able to, to, to put up with you. Because the, the support that you would have with each other is tremendous. But they, they purposely don't put you there. They, they put the, the children in, in, in up. In, in what do you call it? In, in people's families, where they they don't they don't make any sense, they they commit suicide, they become autistic, anything to get out from this hor this horrible existence that you have. That's that's why, yes, there are those who make the the transition and they and they and they are able to achieve great things. Case in point, uh, Nikola Tesla. He, he was born into a family where the father was a, he was a, a minister of some kind. He was a, a spiritual being. 
so he he had this spiritual consciousness about certain things so he didn't raise the child to be a a, a brute he raised the child with lots of insight and and, and and a lot of metaphysics so he had the chance to move forward but others don't have that chance not not when you get beat to death even before you you're five years old and you spend the rest of your life trying to get out from under but you have there's so much a trauma that you have to overcome that you like it's a miracle you've survived this long so like we've done so many uh, 15 step sections with my mother I mean I've seen the memories when the, the, she was a scientist in, uh, in Atlantis and the tremendous thing that she did and this time she was she was uh, when she came to be born she was born into a family where she didn't fit in at all nothing zero zilch zip i mean these people were so ignorant it's, it's a miracle they knew how to write and read at all so she never had a chance to develop never so all her adult life she was she had to work on getting out from under so much emotional trauma so that was not accidental at the least uh, i've done a lot of dowsing and 15-step session to know that both my parents were born into the wrong families and it was not an accident it happened to them because they were supposed to be stopped they were supposed to achieve something and they couldn't do it because all the all the uh, circumstances were against them all the chips were stocked against them so if you're lucky you you can be a, a tesla because he was born in, at the right time at the right place and surrounded by the right people. But other than that, good luck. <laughs> well, I get lied to all the time. <laughs> I don't understand why you think I don't. What do you mean? Your 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 group lies to you? Are you saying your bossy lies to you? When no, you but people question? are people. <clears throat> oh, no, I don't, I'm not talking about people. I'm talking that when you're able to see the other side like you, then you're not so subject to the, the constant line. Your, your group will never lie to you, not for all the money in the world. True. Never, ever, never. That right. you don't ask them questions. They just, say, they just say it's none of your business. <laughs> but <laughs> in the case of Dali, she has this personal preference where she chooses not to know because she wants to have the human experience. So she right. chooses to have their, her group not tell her certain things, but it's a personal choice. If I, if, I, if I had the open contact that she has, no, my choice would be to know. I want to know. I'm done with, with not knowing. I'm done with all the lies. I'm done with all the concealment. And then you'd have to live that part over again. Why? You wouldn't be learning mm -hmm. any lessons. If they're going to tell you every step of the way, you're not learning any lessons. Well, what is what is the ignorance teaching me? Suffering? That's that's it. That's what I'm here to learn. Suffering. I want to learn from that. So just 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 never ending, never uh, ending suffering doesn't help. It gets to a point where it's, where it's just suffering. I'm not picking up anything from this. How would you know you were suffering if you didn't know, if you didn't have suffering happen? Mm. 
Because uh, having read so much material from Minnelli, I know that uh, the business, the, uh, the this business, the a lot of people justify suffering. Oh, you need the suffering because of all. No, it turns out that it's not. When you when you look at the two paradigms existing on the planet, the power over others and those that are that are of the light and those that are of the darkness, the ones that without the darkness you can you can still move you you move ahead because there is positive progress you're not going to become stupid or or become lazy or indolent because you're not suffering quite the contrary because you're not suffering you're actually moving forward and learning and progressing but when you're suffering all the time what what are you there is no progress so they they tell you what what you want to know to how are you moving forward? I mean, how are you experiencing so that you don't have to experience in the future because you lost that experience now? I I don't I don't even know how to say what I'm thinking. I don't know how you learn if somebody's telling you, "Oh, be careful! There's a crack in the sidewalk right there. Walk over it carefully." Well. How are you going to learn to look for the crack in the when there in is, the sidewalk? If, when there is a balance to what you're learning, and you and you are given both experiences, positive experiences and negative experience, there is positive growth because you're having both. You're experiencing what it is to do good. You're experiencing what it is to do bad. But when ninety percent of your experiences are negative. I'm sorry, you're not leading, you're not learning, you're falling back. Because so you should the, do something different. Well, you, you when the, when you're looking around you and there is no there is no change, everything is the same, everything is darkness, everything then you you believe then you end up believing that oh that this is all this is it, this is all there is. This darkness big because you don't know any better. So it, it is an imbalance. So if you're if you're able to see your guides and ask their advice, they won't live your life for you, but they'll be able to guide you in a way that you don't have to destroy yourself, and you are able to have a balanced uh, experience, good things and bad things, and you're able to tell the difference, and you're able to move forward. But every when everything around you is negative, negative, and negative, you end up believing, okay, so this is all there is, negative. No, that's not right. Maybe and you're supposed to make it right. Well, Learn how to make it right. Okay, who's where? Where, where do we get the learning when everything around you has been com- in, in tailored to defend from within to yourself? Well, at which point do we get there? <laughs> it depends on you so, or the person, not you personally. Depends on the person and. The, and uh, their rate of moving forward, development. So it, the, the, the planet is not set up in a balanced way because the cabal made it that way. So that's why we, we would benefit from being able to see the other side. You think the cabal doesn't do this? You think the cabal doesn't know how to look at the information on the other side of the veil. On the contrary, they're the first ones to exploit uh, metaphysical knowledge. 
In fact, that's how they much, make so much progress, and that's why they were being so successful in controlling people, because they're able to see the other side. They're not hidden from the other side. In fact, they exploit it abundantly. So the playing field should be evened out. If they have that power over us, then we should all have it. And that's where Shanghai came in. Came, Shanghai came in to balance the playing field. Now we all have an, a, 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 a fighting chance. You see the difference? They're, they're able, I mean, they've been doing this since the Middle Ages, asking the, the guys on the other side. But their choice, because they were choosing power over others, as Enelia Ben says, they ask the guys on the other side, the negative guys on the other side. That's the knowledge that they used to control humanity. Like uh, John D, who sold all the all the souls of humanity, was was sold them to the other side for in exchange for power. So if they have that, why are they allowed to have it and we don't have it? We we, we can't communicate to our guys. So so you see the difference. So make it even. So let everyone know their their guides. Let everyone connect with the other side, the good guys and the bad guys. So we have, have a fighting chance. That's that's the way it should be. Not the other way. They've had a, a very unfair advantage over all of us for centuries. So that sh should come to an end. But they don't. They don't have the control now. Um, it's all falling apart because they bet yeah, that they they bet they bet that they could get everybody into a state of, you know essentially brain dead like you're alluding to um, without them making the connection to their higher self and the feeling of being loved I mean it it, <clears throat> it seems to me that the, the difference between those that have lost their way and those that haven't is that we all have a feeling of love that we belong that what we're doing has some meaning and um, just to <clears throat> Just to give you a, a little feeling for what I'm talking about, this tape, now it's 10 minutes, but, and I, I can't find the link, I know I've put it someplace, I just can't find out, I'll have it, you know, in the notes. Um, it's by a cardinal, a Roman Catholic priest cardinal, and I think he, I think it's just good to know that there are people established people in different places who are coming out and talking the truth and he is a cardinal so he has gotten some uh, let's say visibility but it's 10 minutes so let's just take a listen to this dear friends for two years now we have been witnessing a global coup d'etat in which a financial and ideological elite has succeeded in seizing control of part of the national government, public and private institutions, the media, the judiciary, politicians and religious leaders. All of these, without distinction, have become enslaved through these new masters who ensure power, money, and social affirmation to their accomplices. Fundamental rights, 
which up until yesterday were presented as inviolable, have been trampled underfoot in the name of an emergency, today a health emergency, tomorrow an ecological emergency, and after that an internet emergency. This global coup d'etat deprives citizens of any possibility of defense since the legislative, executive and judicial powers are complicit in the violation of law, justice and the purpose for which they exist. It is a global coup d'etat because this criminal attack against citizens extends to the whole world with every very rare exception. It is a world war where the enemies are all of us, even those who unwittingly have not yet understood the significance of what is happening. It is a war fought not with weapons, but with illegitimate rules, wicked economic policies, and intolerable limitation of natural rights. Supranational organizations, financed in large measure by the conspirator of this coup d'etat, are interfering in the government of individual nations and in the lives, relationships, and health of billions of people. They are doing it for money, certainly, but even more. So in order to centralize power, so as to establish a planetary dictatorship, it is the great reset of the World Economic Forum, the agenda, 2030 of the United Nations. It is the plan of the new world order in which a universal republic enslaves everyone and a religious of humanity counsels faith in Christ. In the face of this global coup d'etat, it is necessary to form an international anti-globalist alliance which gathers all those who want to oppose the dictatorship, who have no intention of becoming slaves to a faceless power, who are not willing to cancel their own identity, their own individuality, their own religious faith. If the attack is global, the defense must also be global. I call upon rulers, politicians and religious leaders, intellectuals and all people of goodwill, inviting them to unite in an alliance that launches an anti-globalist manifesto, refuting point by point, the errors and deviation of this, this dystopia 
of the new world order and proposing concrete alternatives for a political program inspired by the common good, the moral principles of Christianity, traditional values, the protection of life and the natural, fam natural family, the protection of business and work, the promotion of education and research, and respect for creation. This anti-globalist alliance will have to bring together the nations that intend to escape the infernal yoke of tyranny and affirm their own sovereignty, forming agreements of mutual collaboration with nations and people who share their principle and the common yearning for freedom, justice and goodness. It will have to denounce the crimes of the elite, identify those responsible, denounce them to international tribunals and limit their excessive power and harmful influence. It will have to prevent the action of the lobbies above all by fighting against the corruption of state officials and those who work in the information industry and by freezing the capital used to destabilize the social order. In nations where the government is subservient to the elite, they will be able to establish popular resistance movement and communities of national liberation including representatives of all sectors of society who proposed a radical reform of politics inspired by the common good and firmly opposed to, neo, to the neo-Malthusian project of the globalist agenda. I invite all those who want to defend the traditional Christian society to meet together in an international forum to be, as, to be held as soon as possible in which representatives of various nations come together to present a serious, concrete and clear proposal. My appeal is made to political leaders and to rulers who care about good of their citizens. Leaving aside the old system of political parties and the logic imposed by a system enslaved to power and money. I call the Christian nation together from east to west, inviting head of state and the healthy forces of institutions, the, econom the economy, labor, university, healthcare, information to join a common project, disrupting the old system and putting aside the hostility that are designed by the enemies of humanity in the name of divide et impera. We do not accept our adversaries' rules because they are made precisely to prevent us from reacting 
and organizing an effective and incisive opposition. I call upon nation and their citizens to align them, themselves under the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, the only King and Savior, the Prince of Peace, Inoxinio Vinces. Let us found this anti-globalist alliance. Let us give. It is a simple and clear program. And let us free humanity from a totalitarian regime that brings together in itself the horrors of the worst dictatorships of all time. If we continue to delay, if we do not understand the threat that looms over us all, if we do not react by organizing ourselves into a firm and courageous resistance, this infernal regime that is establishing itself everywhere will not be able to be stopped. And may the Almighty God assist us and protect us. I'm sorry I don't have that cardinal's name. So would you when, guys... When was this recorded? I'm not really sure because I just saw it, heard it. I think it's recent. I'll, I'll get more on it, but, you know... I'd heard I about this guy. That, I recognize that he said, uh, in hoc signo vesis, with this symbol you will win. You know, get out from under. Well, did you think, I mean, what else did you think about it? Did, what? Well, I'm surprised that he, that, that's why I'm asking you questions. Is it, uh, when did, when was this lecture, uh, you know, read out loud? And did he survive it? I'm not trying to be funny or sarcastic. It's just like, what, that's amazing that someone is allowed to say things like that. Well, I think that I've heard about this guy before. And that um, I'm going to check one more place because it might be in the Saturday schedule that I put the link. Um, Yes. Because yes, if yes. he's if he's seeing it and recognizing it, you know, then people don't have an excuse not for you know, if cardinals are seeing it and recognizing it, okay, why aren't you seeing it? Stop stop falling, you know, wake up already and uh, stop uh, falling asleep at the wheel. <laughs> okay, here's here's the link to that uh YouTube or yeah, yeah, it's a it's a video. It's on Forbidden Knowledge Net, and if I go there, maybe the date's there. Maybe, maybe. But I found it to be <clears throat> inspiring and interesting that you know it's this guy that. Okay, it's shoot. Uh, okay. It says you, July 11th, 2023. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, not long ago. And...
Dolly, what do you think about that? I was hoping you wouldn't ask me. Why? <laughs> What's your problem? Because I hate to disappoint you. When he started talking, it's like something in my ears just closed. I couldn't understand any words that he said. And I tried. But sometimes this happens to me. I don't know why, but I don't fight it anymore because it's too painful. Because I get so upset that I can't understand. I understand, Dolly. I mean, he was very... It was difficult to understand through his accent. Very thick accent. So I don't blame um, Dolly for you having problems understanding what he said. I feel bad when I when I can't work through things like that. But that's the way it is. So I can't tell you anything other than I was disappointed in myself because I didn't understand anything he said. Not one word. Okay, then. Thanks, Walt. <laughs> well, you could always ask the posse, was was he saying what he's, what he's saying? Is it true or is he making things up? That That's okay. You can ask that. Right or well, not? She, but she doesn't care. Well, she doesn't. But care. I don't. She doesn't. Yeah, I don't understand. So I wouldn't think she does. She doesn't care about uh, this subject. It's something that she's not. It's not in her reality. So don't try to force it into her reality. We'll just go on with what time is it? Oh, we've only got ten minutes le left to this. I don't even know what the topic was. That's well, it's a, it, it's a, uh, what do you call it, An, a cardinal openly speaking against the cabal. He's saying, oh. he's saying in, in black and white, you know, there's a control cabal that's in the world controlling all the governments of all the countries. So it's time to wake up and resist these controllers so we, we can be free. We, we can't be free unless these people are put down. So he's... He's blowing the whistle. He's a whistleblower. That's cool. And now, why wouldn't I be able to understand that? And and I would enjoy. I'm sorry. And he said that um, he was reaching out to any f sort of free country that is still not been taken over, or you know, to come together to fight together. And um, he brought the the Catholic concept of in the name of Jesus in, but you know. Well, I'm all for that. I knew you would be. Why couldn't I understand? Thanks for explaining that, because, see, I would have really liked that. I have a, an issue with southern accents. Somebody from, like, a, a Georgia or somewhere from the deep south, I don't understand them. I've been in this country, what, since, 19, since 1983, and... People like that, they, they, they're so thick in the, the way they pronounce words, yeah. I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> so, I'm, I have I'm, trouble with them, too. The, the real <laughs> heavy southern accent. Yeah. Yeah. I Especially if, they, they, if they're paused, if they're like laid back, 
so I can pick up what they're saying. But if they're talking in in a rush, forget it. I'm not understanding anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to pull up uh, Gateway uh, Telegram to see Gateway Pundit to see if they uh, have any more on the indictments. Oh. I haven't. I've got twenty-four thousand. Uh, oh, they're going to bring uh, uh, here. Now, there's another one. New York AG, the James office says, two hundred and fifty million dollar lawsuit against Donald Trump. His children and company is ready for trial. Is this some new thing? She's the one. I she's, don't know. She, this is. I mean, it's going. It's getting crazier and crazier. Um, They're even after his kids. Like Nazi Germany in the 30s, Trump responds to latest federal indictment. Huh. This guy, that that Smith guy, he's spooky. The picture they use is creepy as hell. I'll drop this into the chat and you can what see. What does he do? Who is Smith? He's the guy that's prosecuting Trump. Oh. Well, he would have to be a really evil, Nancy, to be able to be strong enough to carry it out. At least I, would I think, think he's stupid. Well, maybe he's stupid enough to think he can win. Well, they know he, he does this. Everybody's talking about how he stretches the rules and, you know, does all this stuff. And um, let's see what the gateway's saying. Okay. When you say he, were you talking about that lawyer guy or Trump? No, Trump here. Did oh. it, Trump was indicted and did a hit with four, four counts, okay. Uh, there are six unnamed co-conspirators, and Trump said the U.S. is like Nazi Germany in a statement released Thursday evening. There is nothing more than the latest corrupt chapter in the continued pathetic attempt by the Biden crime family and their weaponized Department of Justice to interfere with the 2024 presidential election in which President Trump is the undisputed for, forefront front-runner and leading by substantial margins, Trump said. And he goes on. You want me to read it? What time is it? Um, yeah. He continued. Yeah. By why did, they, why did they well, we wait... Oh, we got five minutes. But why did they wait two and a half years to bring these fake charges right in the middle of President Trump's winning campaign for 2024. Why was it announced the day after the big crooked Joe Biden scandal broke out from the halls of Congress? And I think he's referring to the Archer testimony, and Archer is Biden, Hunter Biden's best friend, or was. Trump said, yeah. uh, the answer is election interference, the lawlessness of these persecutions of President Trump and his supporters is reminiscent of Nazi Germany, the former Soviet Union, and other authoritarian dictatorial regimes. And 
Let's see what else. Um, anyway, they're just talking about the charges and blah, blah, blah. But that's it. So, yeah, interesting world we live in, huh? Yeah, crazy. In the meantime, there are... Uh, court, the court clerks are being ordered to strike evidence from uh, the thing with uh, Hunter Biden. You know, scratch it off, scratch it off. You, you know, we don't need that evidence. <laughs> I don't know what you're referencing. Well, didn't you remember that? I thing don't know either. When they were they were talking about the, the the court clerk received a phone call from somebody, and they were trying to trace who the phone call was from, and it turned out that the phone call was from the, some lawyer representing Hunter Biden and right. he ordered the clerk to strike evidence from the from the uh, what do you call it from the case itself so that no there wouldn't be that, that many heavy charges against Hunter Biden remember that right. you spoke yeah. about it yeah 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 I just didn't know the way you were explaining it what you were talking about but yeah that's exactly how it happened <clears throat> so they yeah, got I heard that go ahead judge ordered uh, nobody could contact the clerks on on Hunter's uh, side. They weren't allowed. They aren't allowed to contact the clerks anymore. Yeah, they have to call the judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, she gave them until the end of August to come back with another plea deal. <laughs> so that's on the burner for thirty days. Yeah. Okay. A lot can happen in those 30 days. Exactly. I'm telling you, they're creating a new department called the Department of Delays. I think. They, I think they, I don't delays. think. I don't think that's a new one. I think it's a subdivision of every other department. <laughs> yeah, that's been around forever. Delays. Yeah. yeah. So we're at the end of the show here. Um, would you guys like to say good night? Good night, y'all. It was good being with you again. Uh, thanks for coming. And don't forget love blankets. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. And as the sheriff said, love blankets all around for everyone. Good night, everybody. And we do have the Radio 5G show tomorrow that um, will give you something to think about. I don't think you want to see, hear it, Dolly. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? You don't? No, I don't. Oh. Okay, I, I, I just, so if I can't make it, I won't feel bad. <laughs> no, 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 you shouldn't feel bad at all anyway. But okay. um, anyway, everybody, thank you so very much for being here, and we will see you, well, hopefully tomorrow, if not on, say what, Saturday. Oh, and uh, um, tomorrow, Ani's show is going to be a replay of the fourth show she ever had. We'll tell you why she's not making it, but here we go. Preaching the unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.